0: Inconceivable, a game of nerdery and nonsense, trivia and tribulations. Now let's join our panelists and our host, Dan Morin. Thank you, Lex Friedman. Welcome to Inconceivable, a game that tests
1: two teams' knowledge of the nerdy, useless, and obscure. To my right is Team One. He's the dungeon master with the most, the most kills, that is, Mr. Scott McNulty. Uh, It's great to be here, I think. She lives her life the way she watches television without pity. Ms. Lisa Schmeiser. I'm thrilled to be here. And he'd be more than happy to give you a little more color on that. Six of them, in fact. Mr. Jason Snell. I agreed to be on this show. Get my agent. (laughs) Who on this occasion will captain team one? Uh, I will be your
2: team captain. And I expect that I will captain it so well that we will run into a planet at some point. If we are oh, a, captain. a spaceship, my captain, my captain yes, Mr. <laughs> Snell.
1: Ka- that's Captain Snell to you. <laughs> to my left, Team Two. She knows the first rule of tech blogging: always leave them wanting I more. Ms. Georgia Dow.
3: <laughs> I'm so excited to be here and nervous.
1: He's a fan of movies that are rotten to the core, Mr. Tony sindelar <laughs> I reject that intro. <laughs> And she may not be a doctor, but she talks about one on the internet. Ms. Erica Ensign. (laughs) I resemble that comment. Uh, Who is the captain of Team 2?
4: I, Erica, will be the captain
1: of Team 2. Dr. Ensign, if you will.
4: (laughs) I I don't think I will.
1: (laughs) So, correct answers are worth 10 points with partial credit decided by the judges, who are me and your scorekeeper, Lex Friedman. Hi. Let's get started (laughs) with round one, which we call the jargon file for five points identify the universe or franchise and for another five explain the term scott let's start with you oh okay where would i find tabana gas uh
5: that that is a good question dan and i'm so glad you asked me because uh, i have no
1: idea but i'm going to guess the star wars universe the star wars universe is correct we would be in the star wars universe can you tell me what tabana gas is used for i believe it is the
5: gas that they pump into the freighters in star wars when they're shipping bananas uh from one planet
1: (laughs) to another so that they don't overwrite them that is so close that is actually the tea banana gas oh man uh, perhaps someone on your team could assist you. If it. Uh,
2: the Tabana gas is used at uh, beach resorts in on the uh, on, on uh, Tatooine's one beach, and uh, it's in the cabanas. Everything on Tatooine is beachfront property. It's
1: the ta- short for Tatooine Cabana gas. Yes. yes. Uh, so five points for determining the universe. We'll give them another point for uh, some amusing answers there. So six points total. Other side, can you help them out? Uh, I believe that (laughs) gas comes from Cloud City or, you know, the the world of Bespin. That is one place that's mine. Do you know what it's used for?
6: Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I know it's
1: valuable. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, It's actually something that they use in blasters and other technology. Mm -hmm. I think it's a cooling gas, basically. Mm I don't know why they couldn't just use liquid nitrogen. So, did
7: they use it on Han Solo? That's, well, that's
1: carbonite. I don't know. Maybe there's mm. a relationship between the two. I of thought
7: them. carbonite was the hard stuff. So, maybe they used Tabana uh, gas as the um, as, as the means by which the carbonite is sprayed around Harrison Ford. I don't know. You know,
6: Cloud City has a real problem with Tabana gas huffing. That's what I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought
3: that that's what happens when Wookiees ate too many vegetables. Oh. <laughs>
1: I'm going to put an end to this one. All right.
7: Global warming.
1: Georgia, can you oh, no. can you tell me where I'd find a a knut or a nut? K N U T.
3: Um uh let uh let me think about this. Um would this be um on R2D2's right uh face panel?
1: It's the the canut next to the cabot. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not you're, that. you're you're killing me. <laughs> it's Georgia. not that.
3: I, I, Erica, can you help me out? Um,
4: a, a newt. Uh, a couple decades ago, he was coaching for Notre Dame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally the wrong show for that one.
4: You're, you're killing. You, you know. ladies are killing me here. Oh.
1: Uh, it's to team two. Got anything else? No. Answers no.
4: Tony, can you help us out here?
1: I, I have no idea. Uh, but I bet Lisa will enlighten us all. I'll throw it to <laughs> Team One. What do you got?
7: You're making my head explode. The newt is the smallest form of currency in the Harry Potter wizarding universe. The newts go to the sickles and then to the galleons.
1: <laughs> Lisa wow. Schmeiser has wow. nailed it. Right on. Alright. Well, <laughs> let's get you, to steal the yeah, point. They don't get do any points for that. I totally but... knew that too. But we're really we're really intimidated. <laughs> So it's a moral victory, uh, Lisa. You're next. Uh, can oh, you boy. tell me where I might find a pattern buffer?
7: A pattern buffer. Okay, is it a William Gibson thing?
1: It is not. <laughs> <What? Ooh>. <laughs> now <laughs> now the, the newt has turned, oh, the newt is yeah, on the other foot. Really <laughs> no, we can, no, wait, we can, can help. We okay, can help her, bu- if her, if her, if her it, out. Can we help her out?
7: Wait, wait, hold on. If it's a buffer, is it Star Trek? Because Star, Star Trek, Trek is a lot of buffers. Star Trek is correct. Whoa! Can you tell me
1: where specifically in the Star Trek universe you might find a pattern buffer?
7: I'm gonna guess the
4: transporter.
1: Wow! Ten points. Ooh, Ooh, yeah.
4: Oh, so we get multiple guesses. Hooray!
1: <laughs> yeah, you get you get a reasonable amount of time, basically. <laughs> Next question is for Tony. What could go wrong, Tony? Where might you find a centon? C E N T O N uh it
6: sounds like like maybe a really small centaur um (laughs) i don't know team that's clearly some kind of crossed with a tauntaun yeah Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's like oh that's 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 an interesting that's somebody's you know fan fiction Um,
7: (laughs) when two centauns love each other very much
6: uh team any any thoughts on
4: centauns um I keep thinking Cenobite, so I would go with
6: that. Like, you maybe. know what? I think we can agree that those are different words. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's all I got. <laughs> uh, Georgia, is it possible that you know all about centaurs and are waiting to tell a... us now?
3: Right, right. It's what happens when you cross a tauntaun with a centaur. You end up with a centaun.
1: <laughs> okay. we well, going back to the Star Wars well out here, I noticed. That's good. I like that. You're prepared for later.
6: Uh, yeah, I, I think word. I think our team does not know what a centaun is.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, other side. What do you got?
2: Oh, yeah. You know, uh, this is one of those wonderful things like uh, uh, how uh, Daleks tell time in RELs. Well, in the Battlestar Galactica universe, they tell time. They're like Battlestar Galactica minutes or seconds, the senton.
7: Wait a minute! They have Cylons and Sentons. They the do. Same. It's a
5: very confusing.
2: Cylons don't count in Sentons, though. Only, uh, mm. only the uh, the colonists count in Sentons.
7: That's disappointing. I feel like the Cylons should have.
2: The Cylons have a much more. They they count in space seconds. It's it's, it's much. It's it's
1: it's, it's 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 a binary form. It's very simple. Eat your heart out, metric system. Mm. Mm. All right, Jason, try your hand at this one. Uh, where would you find the cosmic treadmill? <laughs> oh, uh, Lex's office yeah. is about. <laughs>
0: well, do, do we not find
6: out what a centon actually is? We'll just never know. A
1: centon was correct. That was correct. Oh. A, a measure of time equivalent to a minute in the battle Oh, it sounded completely yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> 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 Me, I think you mean inconceivable, Tony. Okay.
4: Turns out all these things are made up. Who
1: knows? Yeah. <laughs> it
2: what? turns out. What? Well, these that are I, fictional things. <laughs> I am clearly not the voice of authority to Tony. <laughs> 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 He's making that up.
7: Can I help out, Jason, with this? You question? absolutely uh, can help out. Because Jason, the, 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 we actually, out, Lisa. we, we uh, me and Tony actually talked about this two podcasts ago, and think really hard about the podcast that Tony and I do weekly, and began doing two weeks ago.
2: Oh hey, thank you for the hint. I'm going to say the cosmic treadmill is something that go, that allows the flash to go really, really fast, and maybe even back in time.
1: That is correct. Ten points.
2: <laughs>
1: thank you, Lisa, <laughs> and, and thank you, Tony, and, uh, inadvertently. Yeah. I can see the grudge matches forming already.
7: You should thank Tony more overtly because I think he's the one who actually brought it up and schooled me and Phil on it. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, really,
2: Tony. really burns. So. And just think, Lex, <laughs> if you go fast enough, your your workday can be even longer on your treadmill
0: or shorter. You <laughs> go guess. forward in time. It's a possibility. I, uh... Uh, DC Comics is the first one of all the answers so far, all the universes so far that I have no familiarity with. I've seen at least one from each of the other things we've discussed. Mm-hmm.
1: That is why you're keeping score, not answering questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's round out round one with Erica. Tell me where I would find Neria, Nenya, and Vilja.
4: Sounds familiar, so I'm going to give myself partial emotional credit for that.
5: <laughs> That's worth my uh, point,
2: actually. <laughs> kind of of credit. Head, the head cannon of
1: scoring. <laughs> so um, Interesting.
4: fellow team members, uh, do, do you have anything here? Uh,
1: Can you repeat the names, please? Sure. Naria, I will spell them for you too. Naria N-A-R-Y-A, Nenya N-E-N-Y-A, and Vilya, V-I-L-Y-A. Oh, those are Lexus kids' names. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's could, actually the ships could, that
2: Christopher Columbus used to reach the New World. Could, uh, could, could
4: you use it uh, in a sentence, please?
7: Yeah,
2: uh, uh,
1: Language of origin, please? <laughs>
4: they, they, they sound like something from, like, American
2: gods.
1: Well, but yeah. I'm not uh, Language really of origin um, might actually be a spoiler. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh.
5: There's, that's, I think that's a clue. What does it mean?
4: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I could yeah. give a little <laughs> bit of a hint on this one, Georgia. Go oh, ahead. if you know it, jump in, team. Yeah, Come please, on.
1: you can jump in. Feel free to jump in for your teammates and help them out.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, I'll give you a hint that these are this is jewelry. <laughs> um, and you're um, talking
1: to the wrong girl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, this is right up my alley. I like jewelry, um, and this is from Lord of the Rings.
1: That's correct.
3: Oh, these are these are uh, ring names.
4: That would explain why it sounded familiar, because I've read them so many times, and why I didn't know what the heck it was, because it dealt with jewelry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why I know it. Can you tell me specifically which rings these are?
3: <laughs> well,
4: I would assume it's the three uh, the three rings carved for the Elven kings, but that are now with Gandalf. <laughs> Correct. Whoa. Ten yes. points. Those okay. are the three
1: yes. rings, Elven rings of power in Lord of the Rings. Love it. Ooh.
2: I like how, how encouraging we
1: are of our teammates that we don't actually just tell them the answer, but we just lead them to it. That's great. I, I, you know teamwork is gonna be very important here. Let's move on to round two, which we call fake off. So team one, you're gonna be able to bid between one and ten points based on your knowledge of the following category. Your category is Star Trek characters. Please discuss among yourselves and tell me how many points you'd like to bid. Scott, ten. I don't- I don't, I don't. care for Star Trek.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he objects.
2: Uh, uh, between me and Scott and Lisa, I think we.
5: I think we should bid ten points. I think
2: make we, it a hundred. I agree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah. What's
5: the uh, maximum that we can? Can we go above ten? 10? Because the maximum is ten points. This isn't All the daily points. double. Yeah. Oh man.
1: Well, now you really better get this right. All right, so. so 10 points. Is that the bid? That'll be awkward. That's the bid, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you've wagered your 10 points. Which of the following was not an Enterprise crew member killed in the original series of Star Trek? <laughs> Take it away, <laughs> Team Two.
4: <laughs> Number one. I'm Security Officer Grant, and in the episode Friday's Child, I was killed for the crime of reaching for my phaser. Number two. I'm Engineer
6: Watson, and in the episode Alon of Troyus," I found someone sabotaging the warp drive, and he snacked my neck.
3: Number three, I'm Crewman Hunter, and in the episode of the Galileo 7, I was exposed to fatal amounts of radiation and perished.
1: Team one, the choice is yours. Tell me which of those was not an Enterprise crew member killed in the original series of Star Trek. Mm. What, Scott, did, did anybody
2: die of radiation poisoning in Galileo 7? I thought they were all killed by, like, uh... Logs shaped into spears by giant <laughs> monsters. Uh, that is that is the one that also
1: stood out as wrong to
7: me. Um, can, can, can I ask questions of Team uh, Two? I'm
1: not sure Team Two has any further information. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can ask for a repeat. You
7: can ask them though, Lisa.
6: Engineer Watson, fan fiction. <laughs> what
7: co- what color shirt is Grant wearing when he beams down onto the planet?
6: <laughs> I think they're all wearing. <laughs> That's a very shirts.
7: good
4: question. <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's about as much as you're gonna get. I wish That's, we knew the answer. You're oh. totally allowed to ask as many questions as you want. We're just not gonna answer any of
2: them. <laughs> okay, we going to
3: answer them correctly.
2: These yeah. are well constructed <laughs> in that these are all actually episodes, and those are That's all true. premises that could be um, that could be legitimate. Is there? I just. I'm just trying to remember if there was a – did they damage the shuttlecraft in some way in Galileo 7 so that there was a guy who was dying and they were I don't remember any radiation him... in Galileo 7.
7: So this is the original series, right? Yeah.
2: This is all the original series.
7: I, I seem to remember there being a lot of killing on the original series. <laughs>
5: oh, sure. Oh, yeah. That's so where everybody my, dies.
7: Well, yeah. And I – well, it, it, it A reflects, reminder of our
5: own mortality.
7: Reflects the times and space travel is <laughs> – space travel is perilous. And I'm going to go with the guy who is um, – Shot reaching for his phaser just because it seems like a lot well, of cultural misunderstanding so, things happened on so that that's, show, too.
2: That's Friday's child, so that they are on a planet with warlike people, um, and, and a pregnant lady,
7: mm-hmm. um.
2: Well, she could have re- he could
7: have been between like her and the peanut butter or something. For all we
2: know, it's it's <laughs> right. But we're we're picking the one that's not right.
7: Oh, we're so, picking the one that's not yeah. right. Okay, yes. that one seems see, okay. See the the Fridays Child one seems right to me because yeah. the shooting. Um, so let's just knock that one out and go back to the other two. How well, and
2: a lot, so a lot of Troyes, that that is a guy whose neck is snapped, and that actually sounds of these the one that <laughs> this could be wrong, but the one that seems the most. Uh, specific to me that i i
5: think yeah. I, I think i remember that that that's a thing that I, happened to somebody yes so. I, I remember mm-hmm. someone's neck being snapped in that yeah. episode now his name may not have been whatever it was but
6: <laughs> engineer watson mm-hmm.
5: uh, engineer, engineer watson, watson. please
2: uh, it's okay, not good. speak ill
1: of the dead <laughs> all right uh, scott
2: i think i think we should just go with our with our gut feeling about the galileo seven and mm-hmm. and and realize that we're gonna have to watch it 10 times in penance if we're wrong
1: <laughs> uh,
5: i'm comfortable with that final answer
2: all right yeah Re- number th- number
1: three so your choice is crewman hunter yes Mm-hmm. 10 points.
2: That's oh, Everybody wow. got di- got killed by uh, log sharpened into spears <laughs> and thrown by giant monsters in that it's episode. Locked. Yeah, damn. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake.
1: <laughs> 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 Let's move on to round 3, which we call In the Beginning. I'm going to read the first line of a well-known book uh in the speculative fiction genres. For five points, give me the book, and for another five, give me the author of that book. For example, if I were to say, in a hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit, you would say... Neuromancer. Correct. <laughs> Choose
2: your
3: own adventures number five. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Always a good choice. You got to go with the Choose Your Own Adventure series. Let's start this time with Georgia. Okay. Georgia the deliverator belongs to an elite order a hallowed subcategory
3: okay wait 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 something's coming to me something's coming to me um is
1: it a google search i
6: got your back if you need it
3: (laughs) (laughs) do you oh yeah good good um hmm okay it's not dune i'm continuing i'm continuing i'm thinking I'm thinking. Yeah, I uh, I don't yeah. got
4: your back if you need it. So you'll have to rely on Tony.
3: <laughs> I am going to tag off to Tony.
4: Well, do, do you know any books
6: that are about pizza delivery guys? Oh, uh, no, that's a good hint. Uh,
4: oh, okay. Wow. Now I'm now I'm picking up what you're putting down.
6: I've only read one in that genre.
5: So. <laughs> <laughs> I've read more than one, but
3: Are there more is, than one? Is this um Oh, uh Galaxy's guide to the uh
5: <laughs> That's not, not actually no, a book no, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Again Dan a Clarification If if Tony knows the answer Can he just whisper it to Georgia now? Tony
1: absolutely can Or All you right, can just say, the it. Yes, he no. can okay. totally say it Or he can say the answer It's a team This is it's one of
6: seven books I've read It's uh, Snow Crash
2: <laughs> By <laughs> Neil Stevenson
6: Ten
1: points
2: There you go. So you're asking us individually just for shame purposes. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And then the team made (laughs) the answer. This
1: game is predicated on shame. Okay, good. That's how I like it. (laughs) No wonder you invited us.
3: Right. I wear shame well.
1: Scott, try your hand at this one. Oh, dear. The late 20th century has witnessed a scientific gold rush of astonishing proportions. The headlong and furious haste to commercialize genetic engineering. Hmm. Scott has an advantage here because he's read every book. Scott also has a disadvantage
6: because he only remembers the last three. <laughs>
4: that is true. I would say that reading every book could be a disadvantage.
5: This, this does not ring any uh, bells. Huh? See what I did there? Uh.
2: Mm. <laughs> uh, Scott, thematically, I, I listened to that late 20th century in genetic engineering and I'm taken to Brave New World. Oh, Aldous Huxley. I think, I mean, I, I don't recognize that either. So I'm trying to think of what would be a theme, something said in the far off future of the late 20th Ooh. century and be about <laughs> genetic engineering themes. That's mm. I'm not sure because. I, I, yeah, that's that's all I got.
1: Well, we'll go with Brave New World. Why not? So you're going with Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Yes, yep. that is incorrect. Uh, Other oh. side. Do you happen to know? Hmm. <gasps> No. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> While you consider Keep it, it I, I would point out this would be the first time, this is the first question where uh, Team A has failed to get at least partial credit.
1: The shame. Oh. The shame. The Thank shame. you, Thank you, Lex Friedman. Shamer extraordinaire. We picked a book. You did partial pick a credit book. For yeah, that's right. A book it's that a pretty good exists. book. The key was indeed, as Jason pointed out, the genetic engineering. But you needed to go to a book that was also written in the late 20th century. Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park. Oh. 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 We got new. We got new. I like. He should have really worked dinosaurs into the
6: first sentence. That's yeah, the, that's that's it's burying yeah. the
5: lead. It should have ended with also brontosaurus.
7: What a what a terrible beginning! They should have <laughs> mentioned the raptors right off the bat. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't don't hold the raptors till act three. That's just that's yeah. no. That's you put not the raptor on writing. the
7: table in act one, and <laughs>
1: yeah. then some. That's the in act <laughs> law of dinosaurs. Yes. It would have been easier if you had realized that
0: the, that line, that opening line, is actually attributed to a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's who's saying. Ah,
1: yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> If I do that. You know. I, I was making the T Rex arms over here. I but wish you couldn't I could engineer
7: me. things. I can't hold test <laughs> tubes in my tiny little arms.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the visual of that is just. <laughs> Are you imagining his little arms waving around funnily in his white lab coat? Because that's what I'm doing.
5: <laughs> yeah, teach
2: the controversy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Are we Dinosaur- talking about Tony now? Or- <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaur scientists use exoskeletons to uh, to hold their test tubes. It's very mm. it's a well known fact.
1: All right, Tony, this one's for you. Oh boy, Hapscomb's Texaco sat on number ninety three, just north <gasps> north of Arnett, a pissant four street burg about one hundred ten miles from Houston.
4: You're killing me. You're killing me. You give this to
7: the Lisa, wrong team. Poker
1: face, Lisa. Shush, Lisa. Shush. Besides, face. I would have
4: gotten it anyway. I have your back if you need it.
6: All right. I defer to Erica. <laughs> that sounds like a line from a book. <laughs> Erica, tell
1: them which book.
4: That would be Stephen King's The Stand.
1: Oh. Ten points. Correct. Yeah, I knew. See, Lisa, I, these questions, if you think I haven't spent time designing these questions to try and avoid things, it would be super easy for people. Wow. you, you You're right.
7: I underestimated the scope of your evil,
1: more <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lisa, here's one for you.
7: Oh, dear. <laughs> okay.
1: His name was Gal Dornick, and he was just a country boy who had never seen Trantor before. <laughs> oh, man. I totally know this. Yeah.
7: Oh, gosh. Um, so somebody on my team knows this one?
5: Yes. Oh, should we uh, pretend to give you hints? Think uh, golden age science fiction. Or you could uh, just tell her the name of the book. <laughs> I think uh, Foundation. It's
2: Foundation.
0: Isaac
5: Asimov. Yeah.
7: It's, it's an Isaac Asimov. Uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump this to somebody else on my team.
2: They just said the well, answer. They just said it. Yep, okay, Foundation. Good. Isaac foundation. Asimov. Foundation. by Isaac okay. Asimov is correct.
7: Wow, okay.
2: Very good. good. Trantor.
1: Good Trantor would Trantor. be the key there, yes. Not true. a cross
2: no. between a crab oh, and a tarantula. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would have guessed. I'm happy we're finally getting questions on either side that I know the answers to. I feel a little better
1: now. (laughs) All right. Uh, Erica, this one's for you. Oh, boy. The sky above the port was the color of television tuned to a dead channel.
4: Oh, God. That sounds really, really familiar. And yet, team?
6: I've read that line, but I'm totally blanking on where it's from. Yeah. Um, If we had to guess. And you do. Than we do, unless Georgia totally knows the answer and she's just waiting to see us muddle through it. I might guess Neuromancer.
1: Is that is that your guess, Georgia? Guess.
4: You, For some reason, yeah. I'm thinking Ancillary Justice, but I don't know why. Maybe just because I read it more recently.
3: I would go with Neuromancer. I don't know. Uh,
1: I don't know, Georgia. I like I liked your way of thinking.
3: Okay, yeah.
4: sure. We'll, we'll say go with it.
1: Neuromancer. Neuromancer by Oh, uh,
4: Gibson. William Gibson,
1: Good. Yeah. ten points. Yes, okay. I knew the, Jason the joke, would know that, but the, the joke I that, that, that I made when, earlier, uh, yes, and Lisa uh, knew it too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I also knew it. That, that is why I did you did not get to You guys struggle. <laughs> yeah. it? you guys are
6: really great at answering the questions that are not engineered to show your weaknesses. I was, exactly. po- I was
7: practicing my poker face because I almost screamed, "Damn you, Morris <laughs> yeah,
2: <no. laughs>
3: you can, you can do that anyways. Yeah. I
5: almost scream that all the time.
2: So that is
1: how I know this show is successful. All right, for our, our last entry, and this round goes to Jason. Oh, dear. We should start back, Garrett urged as the woods began to grow dark around them. Oh, jeez. Yeah, give me a give me a fantasy novel, I'm assuming. Thanks,
2: Dan. You're welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> Anybody?
5: It's got Team? woods in it, so that's a woods, unique feature. Woods. Check. Uh... Get a
1: guy named Garrett. Or yeah. a person named Garrett. Being named you, Garrett. You, you checked, like, two fantasy boxes right uh, there. A woods and a guy named Garrett. You, Jason? <laughs> you should hmm. know this. Oh, the other oh. side is hinting oh, at totally. you now. That's a little... That's a little...
7: We should start back, Garrett urged, as the woods began to grow dark around them. mm mm-hmm. um, Okay, th- bad things happen in the
2: dark.
7: <laughs> <There are words. laughs> I'm, trying to, facts, I'm trying to narrow down the genre. That's what I'm trying to do. I have no <laughs> idea what this is. Unfortunately, unless the next line... I, I feel like the second line is the one that would tell us everything we need that's to right.
5: know. I can tell you the next line. Could I could. That I would
1: really be beyond could. the
5: pale. Hmm. I'm gonna, I, I, would guess, I don't think this is right, uh, but I would guess something by Robert Jordan. Uh, the Wheel of Time, perhaps, Is uh, is...
7: No, that doesn't seem very fantasy. I, th- I feel like this is a fantasy feel to it. Well, that's why I like, prefaced it by the... saying I
5: don't think this is right. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
7: Good preface. <laughs> like, I feel like this is the kind of book where they'd probably have some elaborate made-up mythology.
2: Um...
1: All right, Team One, I'm going to ask you for an answer. Uh, Okay, well, I'm going to... Wow. We'll go with The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. The Wheel of Time is not correct. I think other side might know it. I believe the next line is, the wildlings are dead. <laughs> We're all dead. Oh,
2: and the oh, book would be?
1: Oh, oh I, I don't remember. A Game oh, of Thrones famous. by George R. R. Martin. It is, in fact, the rather uh, underwhelming first line to A Game of Thrones by George R. R. Martin. No points <laughs> ne- for team one there. Sorry. Da- Damn it, George
2: R. R. Martin, for starting your books with characters you never see again. Well, they get killed, that's why.
3: <laughs> that's, that's almost for every book of this.
1: Yeah. Also sometimes ending. So
3: That's a good
2: point.
1: All right, before we step into round four, I'm going to turn to our resident scorekeeper, Lex Friedman, for an update.
0: It was a very strong round for Team B, Dan, uh, who, who clawed their way back into into contention here. So the score right now, Team B is in second place <laughs> with forty points, and Team A is in first with forty. Oh, thank God! I thought we were
2: going to be in third place, and that was
1: going to be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I am in third place
0: with one point that I it's could score for your so cosmic
1: far. treadmill. All right, let's move on to round four, which is a counterpart to round two. We call it fake off part two, the fakening. Uh this is Team Two's chance to bid for points. Uh between one and ten points wagered on their knowledge of the following category. That category is Star Wars characters. I,
6: I, I know I know some something about the Star Wars. So.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna rely on you and possibly Georgia. I don't know how strong your uh knowledge is of the yeah. little characters. Georgia, and... how are you feeling?
3: I'm sh- you know, it's it's a hit or miss. You never know. I'm not great with names of the characters. So.
6: That could be trouble. <laughs> Which
2: might, might be important.
6: They had a pretty deep Star Trek bench. So I'm thinking maybe maybe hedge a little bit. Was, maybe like a like a
4: six, six.
1: or a seven points, not a full six. ten.
4: Okay. Or we could go up to seven if you're feeling lucky.
1: Seven. Roll the dice. <laughs> it's, lucky. it's a right. lucky number. You guys have bid seven points. So. What could go wrong? <laughs> so in the category of Star Wars characters, tell me... Uh, as read by your colleagues on team A, which of the following was not an Ewok seen on screen in 1983's return of the Jedi? Uh. Take it away, team oh, 1. God, All him. right.
5: I'll be first. Yep,
1: <laughs> yep. <jump. Run>, <laughs> <laughs> See, this Jason, this is why Jason's
5: the captain. He does the research. <laughs> that
1: was delivered in the original Ewokese. <laughs>
2: Would you like me to translate that? Do you know that 12 linguists died creating a language? <laughs> yup nub Tony. Yup nub uh, Don't you yub-nub me. I, I'll yub-nub you if I want to.
1: Wow. Right, let's keep this Whoa. show clean. This is a family-friendly show.
5: I was going to say, this is the explicit I, I, tag. I am
2: Tebow, not to be confused with Tebow, or Tim Tebow, the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. I am Tebow, a friend of Wicket's. And the apprentice to our village's shaman. <laughs> yep. <dumb>.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I only speak Klingon, so that seems inappropriate. So I'm Erfram, uh Wicket's grandfather, and the most respected elder and warrior of our village.
3: Can can you speak any ewok for me first though? Because I, I have to be able to
5: I refuse. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe a clue. I don't
5: know who knows.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Probably it is not. Does not. <laughs> <laughs>
7: mm-hmm. I am Chirpa, the chief of the tribe that helped the rebels bring about victory over the Empire.
6: Could we hear the, uh, the names of the Ewoks uh, one more time? I'm Tebow. I'm Erfam.
7: I am Chirpa. Okay,
6: <laughs> so let's focus on the positive. We didn't <laughs> wager all our
7: points.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
7: see
2: the
3: side. <laughs>
6: so I believe uh, number three, Chirpa, is an Ewok. Um, you know, because I know a lot of Star Wars names, but really only your top line Ewoks. Um so <laughs> I'm not too sure. Uh I have no thoughts on sure. on the next two. Uh Tebow versus Earthum or something like that. Um so I got us down to a fifty fifty. How do you guys feel
3: about that?
4: Um I I like the fifty fifty. I
3: like the fifty like fifty. Hmm. Um I, T-Bow. Well, one, Tebow did a great Ewok impression. I think that, mm-hmm. that gets bonus points. Um, he sounded like an Ewok. Um, and his name sounds ewok It does, like yeah. Cute and curly Ephraim sounds more like a Lord of the Rings character, like, you know, or something from uh, The Dark Crystal. Like, it sounds a little bit
5: Yeah. Scarier. I mean, I Scott know. is T-Bow's not a convincing so Ewok. I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so. I
3: speak, the other way to think he about it is, do you remember
4: seeing... You know, a, a there's character a lot of those there's descriptions. A, there's a lot of Ewoks. Screen. Yeah, I don't remember I pretty any. much have blocked out the Ewoks from my memory, so <laughs> I cannot be of any help here. I was
6: trying to think about which ones they made action figures for. <laughs> And the answer is I think they made them for like for Chirpa and for Wicket and the other ones are unnamed action figures because that is that is the key way that you learn Star Wars names because they'll you know, there are lots of characters that don't really have a name until they need to sell you an action figure of it. So and then it's like this guy with four eyes.
1: We'll call him like four eyes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, no, they they obfuscate better than that. They have the guy with three eyes whose name is Rees (laughs) Reese. Reese. Yeah. So.
6: All right, team two. How you uh, doing? Let's go here? with. Let's go. I, I'm. I'm thinking maybe we go with two.
3: Yeah, sure. Yep. With
4: number F- number F- two
5: would be Ephraim. Ephraim. Yes. I'm played with Ur- Scotty with Scotts. Ur- Erfam, yes. Wicket's Ur-f-fam. grandfather and the most
1: respected elder and warrior of our village. That's your answer, team two. I, yes. <laughs> Ten points. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I will tell tell you that Erfam is in fact a character. In the Ewoks cartoon and is Wicked's <laughs> grandfather. But he has not seen on screen in <laughs> <I didn't> Return <laughs> of the Jedi. So
7: wait, is this, are you splitting hairs on the canon, like whether or not it's a No, no, I specifically with- asked for one scene
1: in the movie. In the movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, in the
3: movie. Oh. So
1: that was good. <laughs> uh, I, I threw in a little <laughs> disinformation wow, there.
3: that's yep, nope. nefarious.
1: Well done, Team 2. That is precision <laughs> Wicket Ewok that's, ease. That's serious yeah. nerdery. So... We're going to move into our final round, round five, which I have called movie mashups or the round most likely to have you all want to kill me. So we've combined, and by we, I mean me, we've combined (laughs) two movies by a word they have in common. The last word of one movie leads into the first word of the next. Oh, okay,
7: I like this.
2: Can
1: you can you say that one word? Well, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll explain. I'm giving example too. Okay. As a clue, we'll give you the mashed up plot of the movie, and for ten points, you'll tell me the name of uh, the new film. Oh, I
7: haven't had enough coffee. For, for example, example. Is,
1: oh. if our clue was "On the Run from the Villainous Dark Lord," our heroes use their time machine to hide out in 2015, 1985, and 1955 in this middle installment of a trilogy. Oh, I know, yes. I, I, oh, you would say? Anybody know?
7: Empire Empire Strikes Back to the Future?
1: Part two. <laughs> oh, oh you okay.
7: oh, oh, the part two? I was just proud that I got the mashup. That was wow. good, though. It was excellent.
1: Well done. All right, so is everybody, <laughs> everybody clear on where we're going with this? No. Sure. Excellent. <laughs> <Tragically>, <laughs> so
2: yes. Scott, we're starting with you. Good news.
1: Scott? Aliens attempt to stop humanity from creating a doomsday weapon by resurrecting the dead. The only hope for mankind is four aging test pilots who need to fix a Soviet satellite. Uh, well, see, there's a problem here in that uh, none of this
5: strikes me as any kind of movie. <laughs>
1: which, which may lead me to not get this correct. I, I would suggest this is, this is a place where the team might want to pool their their resources team members so
2: aliens want to punish us by res- resurrecting the dead okay okay oh my that. god so that's well, a movie i haven't seen so there was... <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other
2: one sort of sounds they've got to fix a satellite that sort of sounds like space cowboys
7: because yeah, Phil, yeah Phil and I so saw that is moment. there
2: is there a is space there a cowboys. horror movie called like dead space or something like
5: that that Dead Space Cowboys,
7: or is it Lost in Space Cowboys?
2: I don't, uh, um, oh, oh, okay. Um, the, the well, no. It's going to be like it's going to be like Day of the Dead Space Cowboys or something. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I <laughs> don't,
0: I three watch that put movie. together.
2: Um,
7: oh gosh. Um,
2: oh wow, J- Dan, uh, yeah. tell me the Nothing. tell
1: me your fake plot synopsis again. Certainly. <laughs> Aliens attempt to stop humanity from creating a doomsday weapon by resurrecting the dead. The aliens resurrect the dead. To be clear, sorry, I know I realize that can yes, be ambiguous. All right. uh, sorry, the only hope for mankind is four aging test pilots who need to fix a Soviet satellite. I will say you've earned yourself some partial credit already. Mm. Oh.
7: Okay, so I'm pretty sure we're space going on Cat space Cowboys Is
1: right? Voice. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the but, other the so other movie. We
7: just have to it. uh,
2: aliens. <sighs> it's to not the, the dead. Isn't is, it an, is it an, it's Evil not interspace, space, which it's, would make it a mu- uh, well. I mean, it's a zombie it mashup. Would it a much more interesting. It's a movie. zombie aliens make zombies movie. Um.
1: Yeah, sure, like the classic alien <laughs> make mm. zombie movies. Yeah, like all of those
7: <laughs> aliens. So they resurrect the dead. Um, now, do they resurrect the dead with?
2: <laughs> I don't think he's going to answer.
7: No, because there's like the metaphor. Because wasn't there that the whole Jodie Con- Jodie Foster like talks to her dead dad in contact when there's space travel involved and. Um... <laughs>
1: Team, sure I think you're just trying contact. to confuse Dan now. <laughs> team team, team one, you're going to have to come to an answer for me here. I, I think we're going to have to say dead space cowboys. That is mm-hmm. close. You will get some parts credits. Five points for space cowboys. Other side, do you happen to know what it is? Mm-hmm. Is it space cowboys and aliens? No, good guess.
3: Mm-hmm. Armageddon space cowboys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not even a word in common there. No. That's cool. <laughs> also, that's two of the same movie. Mm-hmm. The correct answer was... Plan 9 from Outer Space Cowboys. Oh, oh. oh my god. Oh. I reject that question. You're all and that answer. to watch Plan 9 again. <laughs> all right. Let's move to the other side. Georgia, this one's for you. A farm boy turned pirate needs to save his true love from being turned into a mate for a mad scientist's hideous abomination.
0: Based on a true story.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sounds like a, an ex I dated once. Um... <laughs> Say it again?
1: Sure. A farm boy turned pirate needs to save his true love from being turned into a mate for a mad scientist's hideous abomination. And once again, team, you can pool your resources on this.
4: If you need some help, I can maybe help.
3: Yeah, let's all help.
1: (laughs) Work together, team too. Work together. What
4: do you you got, Eric? I I do believe that that one is uh, Princess Bride of Frankenstein. 10 points. Yeah. Very nice. Nicely
1: done. Team one, this is for you, Lisa. Okay. <laughs> a small enclave of scientists experiments on zombies under the protection of a time-traveling killer robot out to prevent the end of the world.
7: Okay, so I am, I am notoriously weak on the zombie genre. Oh, Moran, you <laughs> zoomed in on my weakness. Um, I'm pretty sure that the... Can Can you give me the description one more time, please?
1: Absolutely. A small enclave of scientists experiments on zombies under the protection of a time-traveling killer robot out to prevent the end of the world.
7: All right. The time-traveling killer robot out to prevent the end of the world would be Terminator 2. Because um, that's when we're... Or is it Terminator 3? Well, oh, gosh. One of the Terminators... um Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. comes back, and this time he's not trying to kill everybody. He's trying to kill Robert Patrick. Um, well, I think
2: that's two and three, but uh, okay, are both, so, he's both trying to prevent the end of the world. I guess so, in the third movie, he fails. Spoiler alert so, for Terminator <laughs> 3. So these small... No. En- all
7: right, a small... I'm trying to think of all right movies with small enclaves of science. I'm pretty sure it's not Biodome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was my first guess. Uh, <laughs> so small enclaves of scientists that experiment on... on, on Zombies. I love Terminator 7 Biodome. That's
1: a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> team team um, one, you got any help for her? Uh,
7: so, no. Movies, <laughs> no. The thing is, all right. The
1: sound of crickets.
7: So the movies with small enclaves of scientists, there is Mission to Mars, but they're more or less experimenting with plants. Well, I might suggest and, you,
1: have, you have part of this. You're going to get some partial mm-hmm. credit here. Maybe you might want to consider working from that movie. To see if you so can Terminator, yeah. okay, mm-hmm.
7: so I worked from, I'm, I'm also trying to b- remember what the exact title of Terminator 2 was.
1: Yes. That so would
7: be a big help. Um, Judgment Day, so Terminator 2, Judgment
1: Day. Day of the Dead. Terminator
7: 2, Judgment Day of the Damn. Ten-
1: oh, sorry. No, day of was the, was the dead? dead. Yes, I Jason, said Day of the, day of the Dead said said it, I'm going to give, give you 10 points for that, because you did say Terminator 2, Judgment Day of the Dead, which is correct. Ah, okay. 10 points. Very nicely mm-hmm. done. Well reasoned out. I'm glad I sure. could be very helpful. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thanks, <laughs> God. Wow. <laughs> Tony? Hey. Inside a massive greenhouse ship, a botanist cares for Earth's remaining trees, all the while competing on a reality TV show where failure means death. Uh, wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Um hmm.
4: well
6: we're f a reality show where failure means death. There are, like, three of those. Like, almost every science fiction movie ever. Um,
3: well, the but, one with, um, you know, Arnold and he had to... Oh, what's what's his name? Where, oh, running running man? man. Running Man. Yeah. That was one. Um, it
6: was so it could like be, like, Cool Runnings and Running Man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that movie. <laughs> I would watch that movie.
6: Um, so the first part was about a spaceship mm-hmm. with a greenhouse... And another scientist, because science fiction is full of
1: craven scientists. Um, Dan, can you read it one more time for (laughs) us? Absolutely. Inside a massive greenhouse ship, a botanist cares for Earth's remaining trees, all the while competing on a reality show where failure means death.
3: Oh, yes.
4: Silent Running Man, perhaps.
1: Ten points. Nice. Silent Running Man. Well done. Ooh. very good erica Pull that out there i like
4: this category
1: mm.
6: erica what's what's the first movie that i've never heard of
4: uh silent running it's uh from the 70s
6: 70s it's about greenhouses didn't, not submarines
4: didn't my one of
7: the dudes from genesis do the song for it uh, uh, the, the, the,
2: that i could not yeah. tell yeah. i've never actually seen yeah. it Whoa.
7: can you hear
2: Doug me? trumbull did the no that's not it that was from oh, the okay. 80s <laughs> okay. that was a song called that but not
1: it based hurt. on the movie all right jason okay. Yep. In a distant future where water is scarce, a band of buccaneers tries to return cursed treasure that renders them immortal.
5: <laughs> okay. I, I, so, this is uh, with a Johnny Depp pirate movie, right? Well,
7: wait, with water is scarce. Isn't that the premise of the Mad Max movies? Is that the water is scarce? What?
5: what? Uh, water world?
7: <laughs> no, no, that's like the opposite of scarce. There's
5: Water's those. everywhere. <laughs> The yeah, Boseman? I'm just going to name Kevin Costner. All right. Because so, I say-
1: okay. Give, give, give that to me again, please Dan. Don't. Certainly. <laughs> In a distant future where water is scarce, a band of buccaneers tries to return cursed treasure that renders them immortal. Wow.
7: So it's the pirates. Oh, is it space pirates of the Caribbean? Uh,
1: oh is, that, no? is, it, is it ice pirates?
2: It's the is ice that- pirates of the Caribbean. Give me the first, the uh, full title. Oh, okay. It's it's the Ice Pirates of the Caribbean, the Curse of the Black Pearl. Ten points. <laughs> yeah, nicely
7: done. <laughs> Woo!
1: Well done, team. Way wow. to dig that uh-huh. one out.
7: We are a
4: team.
1: All right, Erica, I saved, I saved a nasty one for you, but you seem to like this category. Well, we'll see how I like it after this one. Okay. <sighs> the fate of all existence rests upon a diminutive hero, his steadfast companion, and the unlikely team of a stubborn ruler and English school mistress attempting to discover how a robot could have committed murder. And I will give you a hint.
2: (laughs) That is three
1: movies.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Diabolical. Um,
4: uh, All right, can can we hear it again one more time now that we know it's three? Mm -hmm.
1: The fate of all existence rests upon a diminutive hero, his steadfast companion, and the unlikely team of a stubborn ruler and English schoolmistress attempting to discover how a robot could have committed murder.
4: Okay, I definitely need to bring the team in on this. The diminutive all right. hero all-existence thing, I'm guessing that might be the Lord of the Rings, possibly Fellowship And I think of the, the Ring, robot
6: yeah. who committed murder is iRobot. So... Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, so then
4: we've yeah.
3: got... iRobot Fellowship.
4: Oh, what was the middle part then?
3: What was the, the middle part? A leader of
4: some sort?
1: Uh, an English...
3: Could it what be... The okay. ring.
4: The Which unlikely
1: is... team of a stubborn ruler and English schoolmistress. Stubborn
4: ruler. So is that stubborn ruler, comma, an English schoolmistress, comma, as in the schoolmistress is the I, I'm going to give you. I'm going to or... give you another
1: small hint because because this is a tough one and I made it very hard. That one is probably a little bit outside the sci-fi fantasy genre, and by a little, I mean that one is outside the sci-fi fantasy genre. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can, you can. I think you've got some parts here, so you can work this out. Okay. I think. Oh. Claiming it, claiming well, I've got it, it. As,
0: as sci-fi <laughs> would be a bald-faced lie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, all movies are science fiction if you don't understand yep. reality. Um. I got it. I got it. <laughs>
4: it's
1: a shame I'm not on your team, guys, because yeah, I got it. It sounds like oh. the other side has it. Can you guys work this one out?
4: Uh, we're going to try. We are sure going to try. Okay. So Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, something, something, iRobot. Is that what we're thinking? Or are we thinking that it's a different Lord of the Rings movie? <laughs> I mean the fate kind know. of rests on here. The middle all the way part
6: through. has to end, remember, because the way it connects strings together, right? That middle part has yes. to end with I, right? So um, I no. is probably your No,
3: because yeah. there's a middle movie in right.
6: between. No no, I'm saying the middle part, the middle movie the yes. end of the title is I.
3: So it's probably right. the king and I.
6: So oh, nice.
2: Yeah, there I oh, think so you're so it's got the return of the yep, king. Okay. That is it. Lord
4: of the Rings, return of the King and I robot.
1: Ten yes. points. Nicely oh. done. <laughs> That's a great one, Dan. Thank that you. Was very good. Well done, everybody.
7: I like the musical. Can we talk
1: more about
6: the science fiction version of The King and I? (laughs) Yeah,
7: let's get on that. How was that nonsense made? I love that idea. Hollywood,
1: come on! I
7: might actually get (laughs) Philip Michael to see that movie.
1: Lex Friedman,
0: tell me what the final scores look like. The game ended very close, Dan. The final score: Team A. That's the Jason Snell captain team ended with 71 points and team B captained by Erica ended with 77 points.
1: Ooh. 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 Team B this week, our winners. Congratulations. Yes.
3: Wait, thank you. Erica's enterprising Ooh. earthlings it's, for the win.
1: Oh, wow. This is what winning feels like. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Me, we were, we were murdered by zombies. Yes. <laughs> thank you to all of our panelists and to our scorekeeper and announcer Lex Friedman. Until next time, we leave you with this thought. You know you're a nerd or a geek when you've argued about what the difference is between a nerd and a geek. So long, everybody!